From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 202. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet and Harry's. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by the Pen Addict himself, the wonderful Mr. Brad Downey. I like that. 200 and two. And two. That's two. It's a big number and I like it. So, yeah. How's it going? Good, man. Good. Good. I feel like I'm back on uh, getting back on track today. Like last week was like a super quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. And even though we still had lots to talk about, we had plenty to cover. I feel like, okay, now we're we're back on schedule now. Feel feels right. So yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. So um, one of the one thing we haven't done in a long time is is talk about what we're using. I know everyone wants to know like what we sit down with to when we do the uh, do the show. We always have some type of writing implement and some type of paper sitting in front of us. So what are you using today? So I wanted to mention this today because everything's different. Um, so I've been using Field Notes, Arts and Sciences and my Rotring Mechanical Pencil for a very long time. But I'm going to be completely honest with you here, Brad. I haven't yet unpacked my pens. Like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> all of the I don't stuff. Think I, could, I don't think I could function, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, so let me make this like a bit, little bit clearer. So I had some in my carry-on, which are here. They're around mm-hmm. me. But everything else was in that big uh, pen wallet holder thing yeah. that I had. And everything's still in there. I've not taken them out and put them all back in their respective places yet. So gotcha. I only have a small number of pens. I have like three or four pens on the desk here, which are my top tier pens. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rotaring lava was popped into the big case, so I haven't taken it out yet. Yeah, um, and that's your, that's your go-to show notes uh, pencil. Yeah, and when I came back, I was using my my other Rotring 600 that I have. I was using that for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. But now, I did this uh, yesterday, I'm doing it today. I'm using the uh, Pilot M90. Uh, yeah, that's kind of hard to avoid, I, I would say. Yeah, because one of the good things about this pen, is what Thomas is explaining this to me, is it doesn't really dry out. So I don't need to... One of the reasons that I stopped using fountain pencils because of this. Mm. You yeah, just keep right. hearing this in the background. But with this one, I just I post it and just leave it, um, and it doesn't really take much of a tool to just get started again. So it's it's easy for me to just leave on the desk and it doesn't drip or anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm using that, and I'm also changed my paper again. Um, oh. I'm back on the Notco Spiral bound. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. You were using that a bunch. I I know you love the arts and sciences, and I know you love the the Knox Spiral bound too. Those mm-hmm. are like your two like sitting on the desk. Those are your pads, right? Yeah, so I've I've gone back to, to this. I actually think I'm back to remembering why I prefer the spiral bound for what I'm using it for, just because it takes up 50% of the, of the desk space. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't open out, it flips over. Right. So there's a there's a benefit for me there um, that that I'm remembering again why I love. So back on back on the spiral bound train, my friend. Well, plus it's going to work better with your fountain pen. Anyway, yeah, no doubt. Your ink. Yeah. So good. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, I, I've I've really switched it up today, and there's a reason behind it. Um, I was sending out um, a bunch of drawing pins to uh, someone we met at the um, at the Atlanta Pin Show, and um, I wanted to get those out, so I was digging through a bunch of a bunch of my pins to send to him, and I found um, a purple Secura Pigma Micron 01 that I forgot I had, and this is a pin that I've loved for years and years and years. So I, I broke that out. I'm actually writing with the the Micron um, today, and we're gonna talk later in the in the show about kind of resurrecting some of these old pens and some of these these classics that you know i've always used and had laying around but kind of get pushed to the side you know when you have a desk full of fountain pens and inks so um it's uh it's cool i i i, I love this pen and i'm using the uh the notco the nico blue uh pocket notebook which uh, i love so big 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 fan of my products <laughs> if you weren't using that sounds them, though, so terrible then, well if you weren't using them nobody should use them <laughs> right right yeah, that's very fair. Because, you know, you, you got to, uh, what is it? Well, you, it's, it's not getting high on your own supply. That's what you're not supposed to do, right? Is right. it like eating your own dog food or something? Yeah, I don't I don't know that that's exactly the quote, but I get, I get the gist of it, yes. Yeah, don't get high on your own supply, though. Yes. I know yes. that. I know that one. <laughs> At least. Uh, that's, that's, uh, uh, that's a very good, that's, those are words to live by. Yep. It's a whole different thing, though, I think. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. It it kind of relates a little bit. So, well, you had an awesome uh, 
awesome interaction the other day. I want to let I'm going to let you drive this, but it's related to uh, the most one of the greatest show titles we've ever had in last week's episode. And you um, it was, it was based on your, your Jonathan Brooks pen mm-hmm. and still not knowing the name of the pen or the material used. And uh, what happened from there? So I was having a conversation over Instagram comments, basically, with with Jonathan Brooks. Like he he mentioned that he listened to the episode where I spoke about my beautiful pen uh, that I got from him, and he said that he hadn't yet named it. Um, and in the comments, he said, "If you'd like to name it, please feel free." So, which I suggested, obviously, it should be called Sky at Night. Jonathan has not gotten back to me on this suggestion. Yeah, I noticed there was no reply. Well, now I know he listened, so now I'm saying it on the show. Jonathan, this pen should be called The Sky at Night. There's nothing wrong with this. And then if you do that for me, if you do me that honor, you will be retroactively fixing my mistake. So then I never would have made a mistake. It was called The Sky at Night. So basically, you just want to be right at any cost. Yes. Mike was right. It's my brand. (laughs) That's true. Talking of that, actually... Um, I went ahead and uh, threw the belly band on those notebooks and, and took oh, some yeah. more pictures of them. Did you see this? No, I haven't looked at your uh, Instagram. I haven't been on Instagram much the past couple of days, so I'll, I will check that out today. I haven't seen that. So you have the the new, you have your your butcher orange and butcher blue opened up. Yep. And um, swapped over the belly band to the um, to the thing. So yeah, let me look, let me open this link here. So how, what do you think about the? Uh, Oh, that your your na- your band looks so good on it the. It looks um, sweet there, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's like doubling down. It's yeah, like the mic the mic was right notebook, and then it's got the Michael Hurley <laughs> belly band on yep. it. Yep, and is then I flipped it over amazing. and took it with a Relay FM other side too. Yeah, I really wish good. I could make the get these made something that is made. I re- yeah. I really do, but it's it's too many. You'd need to buy too many. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We. There's probably a, a quantity that would be worthwhile for the for the network. We can look at that. Yeah, maybe you can ask someone. Yeah. We'll get to that later in the show, I I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Most likely. Um so yeah, that's a couple of things that I've been up to this week. Um and uh I've gotta say, like I've got the my my sky at night, I'm just gonna call it that now. Uh-huh. Just sitting on my desk at all times in its little holder. Great. Like it just sits there along with my brain balls. Yeah. And it's just, I just love looking at it. It's so beautiful. I picked it up now. I just, this is just so stunning. Do we need to do a whole episode on this? I would, I think. I think you would. I absolutely love this pen. Absolutely love <laughs> it. I'll, I'll plug uh, Carolina Pen Company again because, yep. phew, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're very happy with it. That's, that's, um, that's a kind of an important thing when you, when you lay out that kind of cash. I mean, yep. You, so it's you like be... the, the nib that I have in it, I have a music nib in it, is like a pro and con at the same time because sure. I love that it has this like mad nib which does these crazy things, but it also means that I don't use it every day. Mm. But I think I'm kind of happy with that. Like I was, I was talking about this in episode 200 about um, the fact that I don't really have a lot of crazy grinds or anything like that because I tend to have work done and stuff like that on pens that I really like so I want to use them a lot so when you kind of some of these crazy grinds make the pen less usable on a daily basis and I guess a music nib kind of is the same but I bought this pen specifically for this to have this nib in it you know like I wanted like I wanted to get a music nib because I wanted something crazy mm. and I was going to pick up a Franklin Christoph as I mentioned but instead I saw this and and then Jonathan said he could put the music nib in it and it was like well this is a must now because it makes mm-hmm. it this kind of really peculiar, weird, and I think a little bit more special of a thing. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's madness, and I love it. I I love to hear you loving a pen like that. That's mm-hmm. very cool. This has been a while for me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I'm I've got two pens now. The M90 is just knockout. Like it's a perfect everyday pen. But it's also yes. one of the most beautiful pens that I've ever seen. Um, and then the sky at night is like a whole different scenario, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I'm a so happy did man. you um did you um catch a picture of of 
Jonathan Brooks in this 360 degree image I shared out of uh, that. He wasn't quite in the in the room in this one. He didn't no. make the 360, even though you know it, there was there was a wall in between us. But uh, what do you think about this picture? This is crazy. Like what was what happened here? <laughs> so this guy just walked up. Um, I, I'm blanking on his name as I'm staring right at him. Um, he's, he, you know, he said, listener, fan just came to the show and he's like, look, I've got this 360 degree camera. I want to take a picture of you and I'll kind of get this whole room and in, in, into the shot. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Show me how this works. And so he did it and it came out great. You're in it. Jeff's in it. There's all, there's so many people in it. You can, you can see, see all the details. Um, in this in this picture that um, you know if, if you haven't seen it yet you need to check out the show notes to um, to take a look at this because it's it's really cool I, I thought it came out great and it's funny when I sent out the link um, people were saying well there's me there's me it covers so many people in in this one image yeah I yeah this is crazy it's a crazy little thing and I think it's great and it gives a real view of how the pen show looked I yeah, and the the comment I got the most is who's the guy with the beard because Jeff's making this look. <laughs> he looks like a serial killer. He looks or like he's ready to picture. kill. Yeah, he looks yeah. like he's ready to murder. But and, uh, I'll tell you that beard is beautiful and soft. <laughs> yes, he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, murder a fly. No. So um, isn't it isn't was, uh, isn't Jeff a vegan? Yeah. Yeah. So he wouldn't even kill an he's, animal. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. So, so um, it's. Go. It's uh when people were asking me, I said, I basically said, "Oh my God, we found Bigfoot!" So it was a Bigfoot sighting. Uh that's what you were referring to. I didn't yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's is like fun one to of play those, with. This it is. I keep sp- the, every time I look at it, I see more. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't. Uh, I was just. I didn't even look at at Mike Masayama sitting right across the table from us. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people in here that we know. It's uh, Joe Crace is in there. Oh, Thomas is in there. Dan Bump. Tanya, Bump, everybody. I mean, it's just like a million people. Lee, yeah, Andersons, uh, Carrie. I missed the pen just show. Just goes on and on. I know. I miss, it. I miss it. I know. I'll be back at one this weekend. Are you jealous? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. No, I'm a little bit. I'm jealous of the location, but I know it's not going to be like Atlanta. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be cool. So one of our one of our Atlanta topics was the the Moleskin Smart Writing Set, and then we talked about it last week. Um, that it's this um, company Neo Smart that makes the actual makes the product it's i won't i don't know that they actually make it it's their technology either moleskin's just you know it's like a white label type situation or whatever their agreement is i don't know but the neo smart is kind of where this recent pen originated from and one of our listeners hit me up on twitter this week mike and said hey i got one when i was i was doing some reviews for a tech site they sent me one to review and i've just never really used it um you want me to send it to you so i have one of those coming uh, my way so i'm interested to see how this is going to work out I'll, I'll get one in hand have some time to to play with it a little bit more i don't know exactly what all is coming like if there's got like the notebooks or I, I'm sure it does, but I'm sure it was a, like a press kit so they could interview like the whole pack, uh, review the whole package. So uh, it'll be interested to see. Yeah, that'll be some good follow up. Outcomes, if it, I say this, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if I like it, if it would still push me to buy it though. Like, do I need this in my life? I think that's the biggest question. No matter how awesome it works, do I need this in my life? Is this how I work or is this how I get things done? Or is it just another diversion from keeping me from doing what I really need to be done? So we'll see. That's that's mostly what I'm concerned with because we know the technology is really tight and works well. Yeah, but there's, you know, for, for you and me, there's a bunch of other things in regards to the quality of the writing experience, mm-hmm. which could mm-hmm. make you not want to use it. But if that doesn't bother you, this is, I think it's a great product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not too fussed about the way that the pen and paper feels... I think it's you know I mean I I think it's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like because then you're getting a writing experience which works pretty good, and also you're getting everything saved digitally, so you can throw the notebook away and it's not a problem. Yeah, I I still don't know if I can I can make that full connection. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. All right. Okay, let's take our first break this week and thank our friends over at the Pen Chalet for sponsoring this week's episode. Pen Chalet are a vendor of all of the brands that you're looking for. Monteverde, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, 
Kaveco, and many more. They're an authorized dealer of all of these and sell authentic, amazing rollerballs, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more, including all of the accessories that you'll be looking for, carrying cases and refills and converters and all of that fun stuff. Penchalet offer high-quality pens at low prices and offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. They do free shipping on orders of $50 in the United States, but they also sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates. Go to penchalet.com, that's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Enter the password, penaddict, for this week's special offer, which is a doozy this week. And to get your code that you'll need to save 10% on anything at Pen Chalet. So you just enter that password Pen Chalet when you go to the to go to the website, click the little microphone at the top, little podcast at the top, and you'll be able to get your hands on the coupon code and the special offer. This week, Pen Chalet are offering a Visconti Michelangelo blue black fountain pen at 50% off. <laughs> plus, you can still apply the additional 10% coupon as well. They also have some Delta pens at exclusive prices for Pen Addict listeners. So exclusive I actually can't tell you them. You have to go and find out for yourself. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not allowed to yeah. say. I know, I know. That's a thing. Uh, I, I'm going to riff on that one day <laughs> because I was I was talking to my friend Dr. Deans about the, the way um, manufacturers <laughs> make retailers jump through hoops for certain mm-hmm. pricing. But whatever, that's, that's their business. But this so Visconti, this, right? Yeah, this Visconti. <laughs> so if I wasn't going to the pin show, uh, I'm leaving tomorrow for Chicago, and we're going to talk about that more. If I wasn't going and, you know, allocating funds for maybe another, actually, I'm, I'm going to look at a Visconti there. The Homo sapiens is one I've been really, really wanting for a long time. If I wasn't doing that, this um, this one's right up my alley. I'm like staring at it now because I'm not super familiar with it and yeah um, i want to just give people a little bit more on the price of this on why it's so fantastic mm-hmm. so this pen retails 450 dollars, but you can get it at pen chalet uh after the sale for for the listeners and for the coupon for 202 mm-hmm. like it's a good looking pen i mean i i'm you know i know i'm not a big fan of viscontis but basically everybody else i know loves them mm-hmm. uh this is a real good looking pen uh, and you know, if you're looking to add a Visconti to your collection, this could be a real good start for you. Yeah, and this it's got uh, it's a 36 faceted barrel. That's kind of cool. Um, I bet that feels really cool in the, in the hand and using it. Mm, I like that. Yeah, so that's a really really sharp look. It's not a cylindrical barrel. It's it's faceted. Oh yeah, when you uh, do the preview on the site, you can see how it's uh, it's got the the uh, the lines in it as opposed to just being smooth. <laughs> And the Deltas, I'm going to end up with the Delta one day only because they are kind of known for this orange material that they use. Yeah. And there was actually several people at the Atlanta Pen Show that, that bought Deltas and came by. And, it's a good uh, looking one, the Delta really Dolce Vita. That looks mm-hmm. good. So, so this this material, it's, it's going to end up uh, on my desk one of these days um, just because I, I can't stop looking at it. Um, it it's, they make all kinds of different pins and pin styles with the same material so i just got to figure out which one is the one that that i want so uh it's it's very nice so there you go go check it out penchalet.com thank you so much to penchalet for their continued support of this show it's a good one that one there's a lot of good stuff there yeah yeah so something else i had to figure out was this great product that uh, i was sent called keep a notebook Right. Um, I don't I don't know if you saw. So when they reached out to me, wanted me to send me this stuff, I thought it looked fantastic, but I wasn't quite sure what I was getting, getting into, you know, in a first in a first look type of situation. It's a very Midori Traveler's notebook setup kind of thing. It's got that shape notebook. It's got different types of notebook. It's got all kinds of accessories you can use. But what confused me well, not confused me, but what surprised me when I got the package is there's not really. It's not held in like the Midori Traveler's notebook leather style uh, cover, right? It's not just like the single flap cover where you slide in the notebooks. You actually have to build the, it's almost like a folder. It's a folder slash notebook holder system. It's really hard to work out what's going on here. I'm not, <laughs> this I'm not pic- kidding. So I didn't know when I started it that that's what this was. I knew this in this bag was the note was the thing you put the notebooks in. I didn't know I was going to have to like put it together. It's like an origami thing. 
I had had a lot of fun after being like really confused because the there's no English instructions, but you don't need them. The pictures and numbers worked out perfectly. Like I made this whole thing perfectly and it took me probably 20 or 30 minutes to do just because it, it's very involved. But the end result is like a file folder that holds like I, I think I have three of the notebooks in it right now. It's got two different pockets. Um on the side where you can just like slot thing in it's got a it's got a like a button button wrap pouch where you can put things that might slide in or out it's like this whole kind of kit that you end up with when you're done it looks like a notebook cover but it's really more of a file folder if you're familiar with like a traditional file folder type of system but that fits like the I don't know the exact size of it, but it's the, the Midori Traveler's Notebook size. That's what the size that everyone uh, is familiar with. That we, It's kind of a generic term almost these days. It's really kind of cool. And they have about, I think, nine or ten different styles of notebooks you can use. Um, from standard journaling to scheduling to calendars to planning to travel. Um, they're they're all, kind of, uh, all kind of different choices you can make. And I need to play more with it. I really like it. It's super unique. The one thing I haven't figured out is why I would carry it around as opposed, if I was a Midori Traveler's Notebook user, why would I choose this file notebook system over the Midori? I mean, if you need more storage in your system, I, I could see that. But it's it's paper. It's not leather. You know, I mean, it's thick, you know, paper that's probably going to wear very well and, and hold up to a lot of things, but it's still paper. Um, why this would be the choice if you're looking for this type of system. So I still have to play around with it, but it was so crazy putting this thing together. I did, I mean, I'm sure you can't even make it out what I'm even doing in, no. in the one picture I put on Instagram, right? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I, I can't work it out. Yeah. It's uh, I, I need, I need the 360 degree camera for this thing. But it's like a huge, so it's almost a, I'm going to go with two foot long, maybe two and a half foot long piece of paper that's laid out and it's all, you know, scored and, and it's got all the flaps, everything's built into it. Then they have these double-sided stickers that this whole system walks you through putting these stickers on as you fold up the uh, holder into the final product, these things stick to each other and it ends up, um, you know, you put the, basically put together the puzzle. It ends up in its final final form, and it's pretty cool. So, I have it sitting on my desk right now. I haven't really gotten into using the system yet, just because I haven't had time. But I wanted to sit down and make the uh, the notebook holder because uh, it's it's kind of cool. So there there will be more on that for sure. Cool. So I got this this next link. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar? with and eh, I'm, I'm i'm gonna drop that you're you're too young to remember this no but, i know exactly what this is <laughs> so this is if you're if you've been in technology at all in the past 20 years or more you're familiar with the o'reilly books and yep. you're familiar with the animals that they use for the cover that's their thing that's you know people who are in the it field or in programming any kind of technical field um, they have these books you just see on people's desks it's as reference books on their desk and it's the lion book or the camel book or you know in my case I use the armadillo book a lot in, in what I used to do um, and so O'Reilly has always been a technical bookstore well now they've taken those animals off those covers and made an O'Reilly animals coloring book and I thought this Freaking was totally cool genius it was so genius <laughs> Because the, the animals that they use are so detailed already, it has to be just like, it had to be not much to, to do this. But they even, it, they added on it more. I mean, they're not just like the images from the covers. They took the images from the covers and then put them in different type of situations, you know, native situations. Like the one on the um, on the cover on the, on the page is um, the iguana. And then there's other ones in other iguanas and trees and there's more foliage a lot more for you to color how smart was this it, it it was really cool yeah i think it's a great idea yeah and so for people who aren't familiar we'll put some other links in the show notes with why this is a thing we I, there's been all kinds of articles on why o'reilly 
uses animals for their books. And there was a good one from the best one I found was from the all uh, a couple years ago and just kind of interpreting. And they, it was more of a, of a funny uh, article on, on what they're doing with the animals on the books as to actually why they're doing it. But uh, I was, when someone sent me this, they said, here's the perfect uh, mashup of, of your current and former life. And I was like, that's just great. Except the last thing I need is another coloring book. I think I have three that I, I need to work on. <laughs> I don't need a fourth. Yeah, I haven't been doing a lot of coloring recently, in all honesty. Yeah, yeah. I will, though. I, I always keep them handy so I can, I can jump in there. Yeah. Yeah, chameleon. What did I say? That was a, That is a chameleon in, in the book. Sorry. <laughs> wolf. <laughs> they need a wolf. All right, so um, this next link... I sent, I put in the show notes and you hadn't seen it yet because oh. it's a video. Um, why don't you explain what just took place on your laptop prior to this show? So I went ahead and watched uh, this Mont Blanc video. Um, it's called Pioneering Since 1906 and they're celebrating 110 years. And, you know, we spoke about this with the Rouge et Noir that Mont Blanc uh, uh, kind of calling back to their history a little bit. Um, I don't know why they've chosen to do this at 110 years, but they have decided to do that, right? It's just a big round number, so they, they're, you know, kind of really going back through the history again. And they've done something kind of crazy, but amazing. They created a kind of like an ad. It's like a history video in, in the style of a, a kind of an advertisement. It's like a couple of minutes long, featuring Hugh Jackman. And Hugh Jackman does... It's kind of one of those like one take type videos where the camera just follows him along as he walks through a bunch of sets and he does he talks about the history of Mont Blanc, why they started and then started making pens and started talking about them making watches. And it's a great video that talks about the history and also shows up a bunch of their products and it is so well done. It is absolutely fantastic. Like when when I first saw this, I was kind of rolling my eyes a little bit, you know. <laughs> It's like, really, Mont Blanc? But I want to buy a Mont Blanc now. So <laughs> I think it did the job. Well, I mean, Hugh Jackman's awesome for this. He does right? a great I mean, job. And his, all of his, his pronunciations range. are fantastic, right? Yeah. Like, his acting range is, yeah. is amazing. And his humor that he can inject into something like this without being purposefully ha-ha funny. Yeah, or cheesy. Is, yeah, or cheesy is just... He's really good. I yeah. mean, I love Hugh Jackman. They picked and the right person for they this. They picked the right person, and then the way they integrated like all the sets as he wa basically walked through the history in two mm -hmm. minutes, they they killed it. This is an amazing video. It's hilarious. It's smart. It's funny. And yeah, we, Mike wants to buy a Mont Blanc now. I just want one of those Rougie Noirs. <laughs> a little bit of follow-up, actually, on Mont Blanc. So mm -hmm. after episode 200, I did go and see a Mont Blanc M in the show and it just didn't speak to me yeah like we were looking at it together weren't we do you remember mm -hmm. yep and i picked yeah, it we up and right i was there. like i'm not in love with this pen like i thought i was going to be so i didn't get one which is probably a good thing but now yeah. i want one of these rouge noirs they are beautiful i love the orange one i know it's coral but i call it orange <laughs> but yeah this is a great move by mont blanc they've created something really fun um so yeah i think that's that's awesome before we move on to the the next little bit, we're going to update on the on the Kickstarter. Something we didn't put in the show notes. I wanted to be sure you saw because it, it just popped up in the chat room and I forgot. Um, have you seen the new Surfing Retro Fifty <laughs> One? I was just about to to do, go through this with you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have seen it. Um, I don't have one on order mm -hmm. because I'm waiting for um, the Pen Shed, which is funny, uh, which is a UK company that. Um, they they stock retro fifty ones. That's the place where you kind of get all your, you know, old and new, right? I've used them a bunch in the past, but they don't always get everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was having a conversation with whoever it is that runs the retro fifty one Twitter account about mm -hmm. this new pen, uh, and they said, you know, talk to the pen shed; they'll get one set aside for you. And the pen shed tweeted at me and told one there'd be one set aside when mm -hmm. they come in. I don't know how this process is going to work now, like of me actually <laughs> ordering this pen, but I'm yeah. putting my faith in uh, in everybody involved in this process that I will be able to order one because this thing is a stunner and I love it. I love it so much because, you know, it's like the whole Beach Boys thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to hopefully getting one of these. Yeah. 
<laughs> you'll, you'll get one somehow, even if I, I'm sure they'll, they'll take care of you. And even if not, this one is a little bit uh, higher quantity than the vintage surf, which is my all time favorite one. The, the wood, the wood style surfboard one. I think they only did 500 of that when they're doing like 1200 of this one. Yeah, I, I get the feeling I might like this one more. Like it's got like an acrylic barrel and the antique silver, like it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, this was an insta buy for me. Like the moment it came up, and I, I I've definitely slowed my roll on the retro fifty one mm-hmm. like limited stuff. I it's not totally my thing, but just because I don't use them that much, um, but I always keep like my vintage surf ones always on my desk, and that's the one I use. So I I had to have this one to 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 match the vintage surf. Um, no no brainer purchase for me. I, I love love this pen. So. Yeah, I um, this was one that you know, I try not to buy all of them because yeah. that's crazy, but. This was one that I was just like, yeah, I really want it. And I went to Farney's because Farney's have got it, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it's so expensive to ship. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Or was it? Um, I don't think it was Farney's. Goldspot. Mm-hmm. And first, Goldspot's uh, ordering process was crashing on me. Mm. And then it was like it was super expensive to ship it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, then the Retro 51 account kind of got involved and was like, hey, you know, Penchad's going to get it. I was like, great, cool, because they don't they don't always get them, and it must be because it's a higher quantity. Uh, gotcha. Is, is why why they're getting this one because they they don't get all of them. Makes sense. So yeah, still available on Goldspot. So go mm-hmm. go and get it. Mm-hmm. Like this one yeah, is Vanessa. Vaness has them. I know we'll have them at the Chicago Pen Show this weekend at the Vaness nice. table. They're bringing their. They got them in in time to bring them to the show. So if you want to you want to come see them, I'll uh, try to remember to pack my vintage surf uh, to to bring up there too. So I can show it off. Love that pen. All right. So we did um, the Kickstarter notebooks are shipping. Woohoo! Yeah. Look at us. Look at yeah. us. All on time. We're all kinds of on time with not just the notebooks. So those started shipping out this week. Uh, started on Monday, uh, working through most of it. I mean, it'll be done this week. And I'll have to talk with Jeff because he picked up part of it uh, today to see if we're done shipping. I don't want to say we're for sure done but we're really close to done shipping so everyone's notebooks will be in the air by the end of this week if they aren't already and i would say probably 90 percent of them are done already um and then on the even awesomer front the video is done it's edited it's uploaded it's ready for me to give all the secrets away to everyone what did you think about this video mike it's even better than last year's totally um, the guys did a great job. They, they they did an extended intro, which shows some of the pen show. And something they did this time that I really liked uh, was when, when we're describing in the show the rooms, they actually show B-roll footage of the rooms um, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of stuff. And that made it really special. Uh, and there's video of everybody that asks questions and stuff like yeah. that. That's all in there. So, yeah, this is it came out really well. Uh, I'm super excited for people to, to see it. And I guess that's going to be super soon, right? I will do it after this show. So I just want to, we, we haven't talked about it. So we, I mean, you saw it, I saw it. We want to make sure everything, everything's good. It just, it just finished uploading yesterday. It's a, it's a long process to convert and get all this stuff uploaded. You got to see it yesterday. I finished it up last night. So here we are talking about it. We haven't talked about it, you know, behind the scenes at all. If you're good with it, I'm good with it. And I will release it when we're done with this show. What do you think? Yeah, I think we should do it. Okay. How great, how great, man. Like a week. Also. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, like middle of May, I wouldn't even blink. I mean, it's a lot of lot of data to go through. What was it? Two hundred gigs worth of worth of data. They were doing to... like that a day. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was hundreds and hundreds of gigabytes of, of video and photos uh, that went into putting that thing together. And some of the some of the shots that they got this time, some of the products, and like uh, they were able to get some footage of Mike Nasiyama and. Yeah, the the whole thing is is really really great. It's really well polished, and it gives a real good feeling for what the show and the episode were like. So, uh, I can't wait to see people's uh, reactions to it. So, yep. So look for that this afternoon. Um, it'll probably be uh, the link will probably be in your inbox before you hear this episode, unless you're listening live right now. Boom, boom. All right. So we have we have one more thing on the Kickstarter, which we haven't finalized yet. Is we have a few more giveaways to do. Yeah. Right? So we have we have the prints to give away. We have um, Anna has contributed another uh, set of awesome goodies that she gave away in the live episode um, 
to do. And then we have uh, some gift certificates we're going to do um, instead of giving like a pin set like that we each picked out last year. We're going to let you all pick out your own pin. So Mike and I will finalize that here the rest of this week. So don't unsubscribe from the Kickstarter updates yet because there's going to be giveaways coming soon. So no later than next week. I, I would say this week if I wasn't traveling, but uh, Mike and I just need to coordinate a couple things um, and I'll get that done um, probably, you know, within the next week's time. Great. Look at that. We we ship on time. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, uh, I'll take it. I expect there's I ex- I expect there's going to be more uh, discussion about Kickstarter projects in the not too distant future. Hope so. Hope That's so. the plan. That's the plan. Exciting times. This week's episode is also brought to you by Harry's. Harry's it was started by a couple of guys who decided that they needed a better product that they needed to not have to go into a store and fight with people to get inside of a locked plexiglass case to get razor blades. They, you know, when you think about this, like why are why are razor blades so difficult to purchase? And it's because they're really expensive for what they are size-wise. So they're actually more likely people to steal, which is why they're <laughs> locked away. Mm-hmm. So why do we have to pay so much money for razor blades? This is the question that Harry's asked, and this was the thing that they went and solved. Harry's sell high-quality blades that provide a close, comfortable shave for half the price that you're used to paying. Harry's know that the quality is good because they make their own blades. They have a factory in Germany that produces five-blade cartridges that will give you a close, comfortable shave without cuts or razor burn. They offer this product to over 1 million people who have made the correct decision and switched to Harry's. Harry's offer a guarantee of the quality of their blades. They will give you a full refund if you're not happy. Be one of the over 1 million people that have switched to Harry's and who are now saving over $150 a year because they use these great blades you'll be able to get everything that you need from the harry's website into the checkout process in 30 seconds and they will be shipped to your door for free they have a set called the truman which is their great starter set for just 15 dollars. you'll get a razor moisturizing shave cream and three razor blades but i'll tell you right now you can get it for ten dollars if you use my special five dollar coupon which is pen addict at checkout use that word use that coupon code with your first purchase and you'll be able to get five dollars off your first order so you could pick up that truman set for just ten dollars that's h-a-r-r-y-s dot com coupon code pen addict at checkout for a special five dollars off thank you so much to harry's for their continued support of the pen addict and relay fm yeah, I'm such a Harry's fan. I didn't even have to unpack my Atlanta travel kit to go to Chicago because I have like all the full size stuff on my counter at home. And then all the travel stuff just stays in the travel bag. I'll just grab it tomorrow when I'm heading to my flight and uh, I'll be all Harry's up for the uh, Chicago pin show. Good luck. that. Harry's ready to go, man. Mm-hmm. Just sit on the waiting lines. All right. So I like this topic you've got here. Okay, good. I was uh, I was curious what you would think. It's It's come up a couple of times recently that I should... Update my thoughts on some of the classic pins that kind of built Pin Addict and made Pin Addict what it was. Like the the first one that comes to mind is the Uniball Sino DX or the UM153. And that was the specific email that uh, I got saying that you recommend this as the best gel pin. The review you link to is about seven or eight years old at this point. You should think about redoing it. And I was like, you know what? I absolutely should think about redoing it. Um, because it's still an awesome pen, it needs an updated review, and it needs to be talked about more. So I wanted to throw it out there to the listeners. Pens like the Sino DX that have just are staples of my desk and a lot of our desks. What are the other pens or pencils or paper that you know we almost take for granted at this point? They're so good. Um, they're <laughs> so available and they're so cheap that we all have them laying on our desk, but they kind of get, uh, pushed aside with all the new fancy stuff we have, uh, have going around. I so, love this review that I've found here. <laughs> is it's, it the DX? It's the DX.38. Yeah. yeah. The review is one paragraph. Yep. One paragraph. The more and, I use this pen, the more I like it. And I may like the 0.28 model even better. If there wasn't that indentation just below the grip, this pen would be just about perfect. Hopefully, black will be back in stock the next time I order. 
That's it. That's the review. Yeah, you that need was, to redo this review, man. <laughs> that was a young Bradley right it's, there. Yeah, it's not it's, even a review. It's just yeah, like there, a paragraph. It's there like, were a I bunch like it. More, there were a bunch more Sino DX reviews. Like I've reviewed, I did like deeper reviews on like mm-hmm. the orange and the pink and some other ones. But what can you tell what notebook I used when I did that review? Oh, let me go take a look. I bet I know what it was, but that's a Moleskine. That's the Moleskine Reporter. Yep. Um, that was my f- original review notebook. It was just like the top top flip, which, you know, maybe that's why I make the knock ones now that way, because I like that format. Um, you know, top bound, hard bound, Moleskine Reporter. Um, I don't even know if they make that one anymore. I guess they do. It's not one of their main main product lines. But yep, so I have a bunch of reviews like that. That's <laughs> embarrassing to look back on now. So um what other pens need to go in there? Um the for me it's it's the DX and it's the uh Zebra Sarasa clip. That's an amazing pen that doesn't get enough love and needs to be revisited. What else what else you see out there that that needs to go? So I actually looked at this and four pens right off the bat came to my mind. Mm-hmm. The High Tech C. Mm-hmm. Because that was for you the best pen in the world, right? Yeah. Still um, pretty much. I remember me and you having that argument a bunch. Um Kuratoga yeah, because it's the you know we have for so long of just like de facto said this is the mechanical pencil. I think it yeah. should be looked at again. Uh, the Jetstream because it sucks, but you love it. <laughs> I and do. I I would say the Retro Fifty One as well. Like yeah, really I, to to go into looking at that pen again from from a, trying to look at it from a fresh set of eyes compared mm-hmm. to other things like it. Um, and even now, because the refill inside of that has become so popular, comparing the Retro 51 to some of the other pens that hold that refill now could uh, could be quite interesting. Good. I like your style. I, I like those. Those are those are right up my alley. Um, I don't I, I think that's a great starting point. Um, the the Secure Pigma Micron and the Statler Fineliner and some of those drawing pens that I love so much. Um, those are on the block, too, um, to to have another look. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I think that's, that's kind of like a good core group, right? I mean, those are, those have been around for a long time. They've stood the test of time. Um, they're still very, very much in use, uh, to this day. So yeah, that's, uh, I I think this is a good list. So any, anyone else, you know, if you have any ideas, tweet at me, you know, get me somehow, uh, online let me add to the list i'm gonna start creating a list and start working through these um as the the weeks and months go by and uh, i think it'll be nice to uh get these get these back out there i mean this is this is what this is how the pen addict got started and um it's 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 great to see these pens still still live on and it's time for a little refresh i think yeah because you know we were talking about we've been talking about this it was uh i think it's come up it come up episode 200 as well like the way that our kind of tastes have changed um, mm-hmm. and our feelings have changed over time and I think that that's going to help inform the re- those reviews in a different way especially because you clearly think about this stuff now you're more, ver- more verbose about it now than you were then you know you, <laughs> you, I mean it's not you know I, I'm not trying no, to m- poke fun but it no, no, was no, a one funny. paragraph review which you just flat out wouldn't do anymore yeah. so I, I would be interested to see what Brad Dowdy of 2016 would say compared to Brad Dowdy of 2008 because you were really kind of green then, you know? Oh my gosh, for sure. So I, I would be very interested to that. I, I, what I've done is in the show notes today, which are at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 202, I've put the original reviews of all of those pens in there <laughs> so people can go and see them if they want to. So we've got the... Uh, Uniball 0.38 and the 0.28, the Hitech C, the Kurotoga, the Jetstream, the Retro 51, and the Secure Pigment Micron. They're all in the in the show notes today. Great. That's my Google skills, man. I was doing that while we were talking. That's awesome. Pow, that's pow, mad. Pow. That's mad skills, and especially uh, you've you've got some mad skills on the uh, the link into the old show notes too. We'll 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 get on that wiki project soon. I promise, because everyone yeah, no keeps doubt. looking for the old show notes, and we I I definitely f- I feel like uh, I need to do that for the listeners. You know, we have so, a URL, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell people what the URL is going to be? Um, I, well just I figure the more we talk about this, the more we're going to commit ourselves to doing it. Yeah. So what what is it? Isn't it penaddict.wiki? I think it's penaddict.wiki. I think that's yeah. the one I went with, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't go. Yeah, so penaddict.wiki. So I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, I know that those those domains are not used so much, yeah. like seriously, but I feel like yeah. that's the perfect domain for what yeah. we are attempting to do here. So 
the the, the wiki will live there <laughs> yeah you'll yeah i mean there's nothing there y'all can click on it if you want i'm sure it's like a hover splash page i've never yep. even looked at it i just bought it and uh so yeah that's that's going to be the home for all the old show notes and to be able to find to some of this old information well um so i i, I actually look forward to that project um i am trying to figure out when i'm going to get it done but it it needs to happen we I'm I'm gonna help. We, oh yes, and we've had everyone's of, gonna help. everyone's gonna help. Yeah, but I yeah. we have to you know open it up, set the groundwork, uh, lay the groundwork, I should say, set the and rules. Uh, get the rules set, and then everyone will just have at it. Yeah, and uh, that'll be super cool. And I, I've had lots of people volunteering uh, their their time to help with this project, so it's gonna go great. We just gotta get to that uh, get past that little beginning hurdle, and then we'll be off to the races. So you're going somewhere else this week. You're leaving me. I am leaving you, um, but uh, I, I'm not leaving the podcast. You know, we it's it's the right schedule for me to record this podcast today, pack up my suitcase, fly out to Chicago tomorrow for the Chicago Pin Show. That's this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I will be there at the Chicago Pin Show working for Van S. Pin, so come see us. We'll have some awesome, awesome stuff there. I know uh, I know Lisa got the... Uh, a bunch of the hot items in that she's bringing to the show, like the, uh, the lilac safaris and these, the director 51 surfs. And I think she told me five new bung box ink colors, which those always fly off the shelf. So, um, it, it'll be cool. And you, you did this little, uh, this little thing, which is so awesome. A little picture of you and Anna, just your hair with the different ink colors. It's so cool. I don't know what that, I was like, that would be I had my pink pen, right, that yep. I'm bringing to the show, and then, like, all my other pens have are orange or have orange ink in them, so I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool if me and Honor are both going to be at Van Ness' table, you know, me with the orange, her with the pink. I thought it was just kind of a neat little thing, and I was like, I, I wasn't even serious about, like, posting it like that. I was like, well, let me see if I can draw something, and I just did that. That was, like, first take kind of thing. Um, and I was like, oh, that's kind of, that came out kind of cool. Let me post that. So yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny. So what have you got planned for the time in Chicago? Like you're going to be at the booth, you guys, you, Anna's going to be working with you, right? Yes. Um, at least on Saturday, she may be wandering in and out Friday and Sunday, but I know Saturday she's definitely working. Um, on Thursday when I arrive, she's actually picking me up at the airport and we're going on a field trip. To a field trip? A field trip. I hate you. <laughs> so we're meeting uh with our with our buddy Brian Bedell at Field Notes on Thursday afternoon, getting the tour, getting the field notes tour, getting uh we'll get to see all the top secret stuff that hopefully uh hopefully we can see some top secret stuff that we'll just be able to lord over everyone because we won't be able to share it. Um and um, uh, you know, hang out with Brian for a little bit and um and and get the tour that uh, I, I've been wanting for a long, long time. I've been wanting to make a special trip to Chicago just to go see it, just to go s to the field note offices anyway. So this is like the perfect, uh, the perfect opportunity to do. And uh, Anna is friends with Brian and is from Chicago, so she knew she can she can pick me up, get us there, um, arranged everything. So I'm just gonna show up with a big grin on my face, and uh, it should be pretty awesome. Is you know, it's so good that we're such close friends. Because the past <laughs> month or two, you've been really testing my friendship. How so? So well, you know, we had the Kevin Rose thing. Oh yeah, that's and right. Now, now we've got. Now you're going to the Field Notes office. Yeah, yeah. It's big tests of of, of my test. my love for you. You're, oh, yeah. you're you're going through okay, but I have a request for you actually when you're at field notes okay what you got i want you to ask brian if he'll come back on the show okay. to talk about how they manage the logistics yes. of that special commemorative edition yeah that's like the top my top question for him anyway yeah. not that we're setting up to do any interview but or anything like that i just want to know because that seemed like a massive undertaking so this is something i just have to know the answer to this um, so, so i'd love it if he would come back on the show to talk about that and also you know to, to to talk about all of the additions that have come out since the last time we spoke yeah so what we'll do is is i'll try not to ask him too much about that and and i'll, I'll book a date for him to to come back on where we can uh, really pick his brain yeah that would be amazing i love that guy and it would be great to he's to a talk great to guy again 
he's really good, uh, really good to us, really good to the community. Um, he's he's great for field notes and uh, just an all around awesome dude. So I'm glad to finally meet him in person. Anything else you got going on while you're in Chicago? Chicago. So I, we're gonna. Everything else is kind of on the fly. Like Friday night, we have like a room to meet up, but there's no real official events planned. There's no like panatic stuff uh, planned or meetups, but we'll do some stuff um, with Kenro Montegrappa. We'll get it out to people who are there. Um, you know, maybe Friday night, just maybe hang out, meet up at the bar or something like that. And then Saturday night, there's a seminar by a gentleman named Paul Arano, who is going to talk about, um, vintage fountain pens and how beginners can get into them, which I think is a great idea. Um, and they've asked me to come to that. Um, I don't know that I'm going to be participating in that or if I'm going to be helping with questions or ask questions or, 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 or what, but uh, that's going to be on Saturday night, um, in one of the rooms at the hotel. So, um, that should be pretty cool. So those are the kind of the, the plans there officially booked, but kind of unofficially scheduled, if you will. But, um, they're definitely going to happen. I just don't have full, full details, but, um, definitely, definitely, uh, find me while you're there, you know, where to find me at, at Van S and, um, you know, I'll, I'll give you any more details if, if you need them for Friday or Saturday nights. And it's going to be really, really fun. Well, I hope anybody that does go has a great time. I look forward to your uh, periscopes, which I'm sure will happen. Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, there is going to be a scheduled periscope event of me, Anna, and Susan Worth. Um, Lisa Van Ness has uh, has set that up with Susan, so we're gonna have we're gonna have a great time with Susan. Yeah, um, you want to look out for that because that yeah. if you don't know Susan Worth, you want to get to know Susan Worth. You you yeah. want to see this video? Uh, that's gonna be wild. She's wonderful. I I love Susan, and um, we're Anna and I are are coming up with questions for her now. So we'll we'll have um she she's told us that um she can um. She can live by a stopwatch if we needed her to. So <laughs> she's she's she knows that she can go on and on and on for hours. Um, she says we can uh, we can stopwatch her if we need to, uh, as long as we come up with some good questions. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. So this will be this will be. Well, I don't know exactly when this is happening yet, but we'll we will share it um, everywhere once we know the time that it's going to happen and that it's going to be uh, must see TV. So people should go and follow uh, Brad, and you can find all of that out. So you can head on over to Twitter. He is at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. I'm sure you'll be tweeting about it, and that's probably the way to get in. Head on over to penaddict.com and knock.co for Brad's other work. And you can find me on Twitter. I won't be in Chicago. I'm going to be at home. Uh, and I'm at imike, I-M-Y-K-E. If you'd like to find the show notes for this week's episode, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash two zero two we'll be back next time thank you so much to harry's and pen chalet say goodbye brad goodbye brad